everybody, and welcome back to Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. I am Jessa Lowe. I'm Marin Kennedy. I'm Simon Irving. Hello. Hello, hey, Simon. Simon. Thanks for coming back. Oh, thank you. I just have to say, Jesse, you did a very good job introducing the episode. Thank you. Thank you. We're switching things up this We're just time. Blowing the blowing it up and starting over. Mm, not not entirely. Better. Just just switching the who does what. Yeah. I'm still doing the same keeping. thing. You're still being <laughs> you and just being wonderful. Yes. yes I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna break down the minute and probably not gonna do it in as detailed a fashion as Jesse usually does, but <laughs> we're just gonna go for it. So minute twenty seven starts with uh Bodhi passing to Gromit, young Gromit there. And uh then we continue with some more some more football chicanery and uh Chicanery? And the, the minute uh wraps up with Utah. Great use of vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I you used it just a minute ago, so I'm, I'm <laughs> stealing that one. <laughs> Not in my normal vocabulary. Um, and it uh, wraps up with uh, Utah saying, "I got my knee pulled back about ninety degrees the wrong way," which is pretty gross. Mm-hmm. But so this minute uh, we continue with the yeah the football montage, um, and Bodie kind of takes the ball and he's, he's running with it. I, I did want to bring up in the, the previous minute, we have Johnny Utah as the quarterback. So okay. we, it's confirmed that he is indeed the quarterback. How can you he's tell been. he's the quarterback? He was setting up the yeah. play. He's, okay. you know, yes. Is that what quarterbacks yeah. do? Yeah, yeah okay. that's what quarterbacks do. Okay. And uh, Bodie is the the quarterback for the other team. And Bodie, in this minute, takes uh, takes the ball and starts running with it. And uh, Utah um, does a very unquarterback like thing and yeah. <laughs> runs into the other side of the field and uh, and shakes off a lot of tackles. So many tackles that I began to wonder how many people were actually in this game. Mm-hmm. He it's has hundreds, like, no, dozens. It, of it seemed like oh, there, what, there are more pe- <laughs> there are more people coming after him. Oh, mm-hmm. there's another one. There's another one, and uh, and uh, he he uh, is playing a different position here, but he's just so determined there's and i and i will say i wrote that both keanu and swayze are just dodging tank tops left and right <laughs> yeah it, it's, it's just, really yeah. very tank top heavy for the entire minute um yeah, yeah. there's also like it's feeling tanky and there's a really great like head over heels flip it's like the first tackle yeah it's broken but like it's the most overly athletic like <laughs> yeah like stunt for the moment it seems so incongruous. Yeah, um, it's like and some person like, oh, I can totally just flip over this guy, and like, yeah, go what? for it. <laughs> yeah, let's just throw that. Yeah, whatever, do it. Just the sheer force of Keanu. Yeah, just like belted him out of the way. The, the other thing I was really struck by is like, so like in the previous minute, we'd seen a bunch of of the sort of you know football hijinks going back and forth, um, but in this one, like like Bodie and Utah end up running like so much farther than anyone else had in the previous like part of the montage to the point where it feels like they're just like running away Um, to be with each other (laughs) right and and it's really romantic just want to cut to the rest of the people just looking after like yeah i guess it's like i guess that's a thing like you you scored like 20 seconds ago man like why are you still running and he's about to score more Mm, yeah and we actually do kind of get that as uh as Utah tackles Swayze in the water, and they both and, go and under. And there's an incredibly sudden break in the music. Yes, yes, there is. It's... Smoke in the water, like, 
it barely even fades. It's almost like hard cuts to the most like cliched dramatic tension music I've heard in yeah. quite some time. Well, this yeah. is the moment where everything changes. Yeah, I said it, it, it's it's an it's an ominous chord. And uh Bodhi gets up and he gives Utah this another look like, "Oh, I see what we're playing with here." Awesome. I, I, I see you. You see me. We see love. Yeah, and it's that's their second base. And and, and most mm-hmm. important, as fast. we established in the last minute, uh, Swayze's hair is finally is finally properly damp again. Finally yes. back to yeah. its proper. It form. lasted, a, I think, about a minute. Uh, it was Thank dry, and now it's wet God. again. God. <laughs> and uh, then we get the rest of the gang catching up to him. Yeah, Rosie's. Very, you know, uh, I wanted them to like run flapping. into each other and then knock each other over as they as they stopped. Yeah, there's there's some uh, but, uh, uh, harsh words spoken. Yeah, yes. uh, Roach is just really he he he's throwing the penalty mm-hmm. flag. He's like, "Hey, man, he's yeah. a hothead." Yeah, well, and and and, and he, like they were running like literally along the coastline, and he tackled, but everyone is furious. <laughs> this is the the most yeah, insulting thing that 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 Johnny could have yeah. done in this moment. Yeah, after that, after he like flipped that guy on his back yeah. as he was running, like, no, this is you, and you, he got in the water. Like, Bodie got his hair wet. How dare he? Yeah, they should have all like been thankful, but thankful but, that he helped wet his hair. True, but like the other thing, like the speed with which the dramatic stakes rise is only matched by the speed with which they are utterly and entirely diffused with the most yes. inconsequential <laughs> of information. Which was, oh no, this guy played in college. That's fine, and everyone's like, oh yeah, no, that makes sense, absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry, my 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 bad, my bad. It, yeah, it's probably the most unbelievable mo- moment in this entire movie <laughs> is that somebody is famous for college football, and that these surfer dudes, yeah, are big Rose Bowl fans. Yeah, yeah. just like, oh, it was the Rose Bowl three years ago. It was like the score was this, and like, like it, really? If somebody asked me to name a college football team that wasn't from my hometown i wouldn't sure. know what to tell yeah. you it reminds me of like in tango and cash sylvester stallone as ray tango is like a famous cop right yeah like, everyone knows well, who and he and is like, like i understand like yeah. you know like i i'm immersed enough in sports in, in sports culture that like certainly there are people who are famous and you know like society talks about the the heisman award winners or something but it doesn't feel like utah is in that tier it almost feels like he's like a local hero but he's not local so it's it's <laughs> it's really incongruous um yeah they definitely yeah. but I, I they definitely treat him like the local high school football hero right because it's it's kind of deferential like there's this element to which he's like oh oh if if if, if i'd known i would have never oh I'm, I'm i'm sorry mr utah can i call you mr utah like like there's that kind of element also why is he from kansas and not utah i feel like there's a missed opportunity he's there. actually from ohio uh in the previous minute uh, uh tyler ann says oh he's from kansas or something which is his cover oh okay no I, yeah he says, yeah he's, I mean, he says he's from ohio we, i think I, she was just getting her no, midwest states confused. i'm pretty sure he says he's from kansas we can't believe anything he says let's be clear anyway yeah. uh but he 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 uh Bodhi recognized him as as uh, as Johnny Utah from the Ohio State Buckeyes from the Rose Bowl three years ago, where he beat oh really there we go yeah he beat SC um, and I tried to figure out what <laughs> SC meant. It, he's either he either means USC, which is yeah. you know that South makes Cal- sense, or he's talking about the Stanford Cardinals or the entire state of Southern California or South or Carolina. South Carolina yeah South Carolina, which makes more sense. 
to be a Maybe? state. Maybe. Yeah, I've just never heard of like SC. As, you know, like you hear USC is like a, a so, common abbreviation. So I, I, I wanted to ask, like, so, so Tyler has this response of like, you're the guy who started all this or something. And it's been a long time since I've seen this movie. Is there a context I'm missing for that line? Because it seems so out of nowhere to me. Like, and which like, line is this? Um, she says something like, like right after, like, like the game against SC, she says something to the effect of, um, oh, so you're the guy who started all of this or something like that. Um, and it really stuck out to me in the moment. Well, apparently it I didn't think, stick out to us. Yeah, I, think, I <laughs> thought it was, I thought she goes, oh, so you're that guy or something like that. Uh-huh. Interesting. It's all the different inflections on it. Maybe, I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I still love the, um, all the bros, uh, they're just like instant emotional 180 with almost no reason whatsoever. Like their like slavish loyalty to Bodhi is also inexplicable. Yeah. Them yeah. To just immediately let Utah off the hook. Uh, yeah. It's just like, they're instantly appeased. Yeah. Yeah. Roach is, you know, he's, he's like, Hey, isn't that a little out of line? Who the, who the fuck is this guy? And he's like, you know, who, you know who this is? No, I don't know who this is. And he's like, this is Johnny Utah, man. Ohio State Buckeye. He's like, oh, hey, Johnny Utah. Sorry, man. Great talk. Yeah. Yeah, like, like we, we've just had essentially, like, one-third of a three-act structure in a single minute of point break. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Then uh, young Gromit comes from the back. He's like, oh, number nine, man. How you doing? Yeah, he yeah. even knows his number. He, know, he remembers what number he played. Like, again, like, this is one of those moments. I alluded to this in one of the previous minutes that I, I chatted with you guys on. Um, but it, it's the moment that reminds me of ad-libs in b-movies where people just start saying (laughs) things and like under the pressure of rolling cameras no one stops to think about how little goddamn sense any of the words they're saying that might be where sc Um, came from it's like sc yeah sports people just start saying sports words yes good i feel like sc was just like a way where they didn't have to like pay money to somebody maybe but he but i mean ohio state buckeyes is a real thing yeah Oh, that's true. So I don't know. I didn't know that. <laughs> anyway, I, I did actually go down the Rose Bowl rabbit hole. Mm, Rose nice. Bowl rabbit hole. Um, and uh, in nineteen eighty five, in nineteen eighty five, Ohio State lost to USC. Mm. Uh, so that's the closest huh. I was able to come to reality here. Huh. Um, but they did beat USC in nineteen seventy four. Point break. But Maybe he just got the line wrong. In, right. Uh, in not, three years ago would have been eighty seven, and uh, neither of those teams were at the Rose Bowl that year. Point so. break. Loosely based based on a true story. You heard it here. Yeah. I mean, obviously they were they were really trying to get their uh, their college football facts down here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but another thing about this, which is uh, kind of another part of the crazy football story, is apparently he beat. He was the quarterback for the Buckeyes, and he beat. SC at the Rose Bowl, but in the fourth quarter, he his knee bent back he got 90 nuked. degrees. Got nuked. He got nuked. Yeah, he got nuked in the fourth quarter. Yeah, my knee bent back about 90 degrees. So this is like a real Friday night light situation. Yeah. Like they, yeah. you know, he he led them most of the way, but they had to like bring in the second string quarterback who hadn't seen much gameplay and he like just managed to pull it off. Mm. So I, I, I will Oh, what were you no, no, go ahead, please. I will say that it did actually strike a chord with me because oh, really? I tore my ACL and my meniscus um, 
during soccer mm-hmm. when I was hoping to um, go further with my soccer career. And that kind of put everything on hold and try as I'm like as hard as I did to rehabilitate and play again. It just, I was never as good as I was when I, before my accident and, um, or accident sounds weird before my injury. Um, and there's something that haunts you about that. And it's, there, it's like a pain that it's hard to get over. And so like, like an emotional pain. So I kind of feel for Keanu for that because it's not even that long ago in his past that this happened. Um, and I don't know. I, I I wonder how much like this haunts Johnny Utah as a thing. I mean, we'll see in later minutes because exposition, but um, you know, like emotionally, I'd be curious, like how that feeds to his character. Uh, so what I was going to say was um, I feel like if this film was not like remade as point break, but like if the story were to be organically discovered again, like that piece of information about his injury would never have been delivered in a scene with this much like white noise amongst the characters that like, like that moment is like a tender moment of vulnerability between Bodhi and Johnny like at a bar somewhere and it's like weren't you that guy Mm -hmm. and like there's much more attention drawn to it like like you expect there to be this emotional intimacy um but it's almost a throwaway piece of essential exposition in this scene um it's it's kind of funny to watch it go by because you know perhaps may or may not that injury might be a thing that defines some of Johnny's actions but but I appreciate that yeah, who knows? Maybe it'll come up later. I mean, like, I appreciate that it's not like we're not banged over the head with it and like, oh, I wonder how that's going to come back. Yeah, I mean, that, right. that could conceivably, you know, if that scene happened that way, it could, you know, it would maybe slow down the movie, you know, right. be a little bit so, more. So we're, we're, we're now pausing Point Break as a, a, a naturalist masterpiece? Yes. Absolutely. Ah, you yes. heard it here yes. first. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. Um. Yeah, speaking of white noise, uh, the other thing I noticed in this minute is that there's a lot of there's a lot of wave sounds, ocean sounds mm-hmm. in the background, and uh, a lot of the lines are pretty clearly ADR. <laughs> yes, um, may, the whole scene maybe, although some of the, you know sometimes it's it seems like it's synced up a little better. But uh, yeah, when when uh, Roach runs over and is like, "Hey, hey, man, what the fuck are you doing?" It's like uh, it's really obvious it's, once yeah. you look at yep. it. Like he hasn't he it. hasn't like finished getting there yep. when he first starts talking, mm-hmm. but it's like clearly. And it has that weird, like, muted ADR sound to it. Right. Like, like it's it's coming from another universe entirely. Yeah. 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 But, hey, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it right. too much. It happens. It's the aesthetic. Yeah. I wouldn't notice it unless I was really trying. Yeah. This, this minute also ends with a truly excellent whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love that. Yeah. The, it, was, it, was great. it was great to have the clip end just on a whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that knee injury is definitely a, a woe-worthy. Oh, yeah, without, it's a pretty gross question. visual. Yeah. It reminded yeah. me that there was, like, a Simpsons episode where this, like, big football player, like, he, he's the, the punter, and he, like, goes up and goes to kick the football, and then his leg just, like, falls off. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, the worst possible thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have anything else you want to say about this minute? It's a very uh, good minute. Very good minute. It was a good minute. Yeah. Uh, I guess the other thing I noticed is like none of them know 
his name, I guess, even or who he is. But they've been playing football for hours at this point. Like that's it's true. true. It was light. That is very true. It was light when they first like the music started playing and they got that look in their eyes, like we're gonna about have a bro down. And then <laughs> like calling down. him like guy the whole time. Yeah, hey guy, you play quarterback. Go on, guy. Or maybe they just knew his like Johnny or something, mm. but yeah. didn't know because Johnny's a common name. True. Yeah. Oh, it's Johnny yeah, I guess. Utah. Oh, oh, that Johnny. Mm. Mm. But I guess no words were needed for the the man the man event of the day. Or, or like yeah. in, in in my mind, he's been trying to introduce himself for hours, and Bodhi just keeps like <laughs> like like interrupting and like telling a joke <laughs> he thought of, picking people up and throwing them in the water, and it's just like they just never got the opportunity. Oh, poor yeah. Johnny. All right. I think that's about all, all I got for this minute. Indeed. All right. Recommendations. Um, I'll take it off this time. Take take off. Start it off. Do it. Um, I was just thinking about football, football stuff. Uh, and I mentioned Friday Night Lights earlier. I'm going to go ahead and recommend that. Uh, the TV show, not the movie. The movie's okay, but the TV show is is great. Like for network TV, that was pretty prime. And I don't really care about football that much, but I started watching it and... Uh, I cared about the show. Really good characters. Like if you want like a a high school sports drama TV show, like really doesn't get any better than that. Um, it's quite quite a reputation. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And uh, I mean, it really for all five seasons, it holds up pretty well. And they like move on to new characters. Michael B. Jordan shows up in the last season, I believe. Delightful. He's pretty great. American um, superstar Michael B. Jordan. Yay. Yeah. Before he was before he was Creed. Um, Before yeah. he was Wallace, after he was Wallace, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was uh, that was little little kid Michael B. Jordan. To, to be clear, I'm I'm mostly just counting the minutes until the Black Panther movie exists. Oh and, my oh, god, same! It like, looks so good. And can I just say his hair, his hair. in that movie? Oh, his hair right? is so good. It looks so good. Am, the the, fa- the fashion in that movie is just. I am. Be, I'm dying. I'm so excited. like, and we get to see like real Andy Circus, well, not. Not uh, right. covered in in computers. I will also literally watch anything that Michael B. Jordan and and director Ryan Coogler do. Like they're just they're yeah they inspire me to such a deep degree. So yeah, they've they've been all hits so far. Yeah. All right, Simon, what is what's your recommendation for the week? Um, so I have a I have a book uh, that I read a couple weeks ago and uh, was really surprised how much it ended up affecting me. Um. Maybe some people are familiar. There's a, a series of books called the 33 and a Third series. They're small books that each cover an, an album of music um, written by a different author each time in a different style. But the one in question that I was reading that really uh, sat powerfully with me uh, is uh, about the album Donuts by Jay Dilla. Uh, it's written by Jordan Ferguson, a uh, Toronto-based uh, freelance culture writer who writes a lot about hip-hop. Um but uh, this is also in some ways a stealth recommendation for the album Donuts by Jay Dilla. Uh, but it's a it's a an instrumental beat tape of of hip hop beats. Um, and and the one of the big defining things about well, there's two main defining things. One, Dilla is an unbelievably good, uh, unbelievably good DJ. He's he's otherworldly. Um, but he also died uh, just several days after the release of the album. Um, he had a um, a degenerative disease uh, that in a horrible way sort of ossified the joints in his hands. And of course for a DJ, that's, you know, that's some like, you know, 
going deaf as a classical composer style of yeah. horrible yeah. tragic irony. Um, but the book does a great job of outlining what he meant within the context of his peers, um, the camaraderie that he built, as well as sort of showcasing what the art means within the genre. Um, I, I, I'm always looking for more windows into the world of hip hop because it's something that I, I didn't grow up with, for example, um, and don't have the same sort of natural affinity for, uh, like, like not necessarily the genre, but the way people talk about it that I do with particularly like alternative rock. Cause like mm-hmm. as a, you know, dorky white dude, that's my, you know, national genre essentially. Um, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and just the, the writing is so fantastic and it really it made me appreciate an album that I had always enjoyed, but didn't have context for, for years and years and years. Um, and I've been listening to the album a lot. I've been rereading passages from the book a lot. Um, so yeah, uh, donuts by Jordan Ferguson from the 33 and a third series, uh, is, is really well done. And it's, it's not just about the particular artist or, or even hip hop. It's a lot about what being an artist and grappling with your own mortality means. Uh, so yeah. that's, it's, it, I would strongly recommend it to anybody interested. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That sounds very interesting. Yeah, I've never heard of Jay Dilla. Donuts. So it's so it good, y'all. Yeah. You've probably heard his beats hiding yeah. under all kinds of things. Interesting. So, yeah. I'd be yeah. interested in reading yeah, that. I was looking for new music. Yeah. I was oh. really, I'm glad I resisted this. I was really resisting making a dumb naked gun reference. <laughs> I said 33 and a third. And I'm glad I, I just saved that for after this nice. because it's nice. going to be a very heartfelt recommendation. Yeah. All <laughs> so right. That was, that's cutting room floor right there. Go ahead, Jessa. So my recommendation is going to be um, the movie Delicatessen, um, which is a French movie directed by um, Jean-Pierre Junot. Mm-hmm. And Je- what? Genet. Genet. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend I speak French. Yeah. Genet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so it's a surrealist black comedy, um, and it is about a butcher who owns an apartment building in post-apocalyptic France. And we're not talking post-apocalyptic like Mad Max. We're talking post-apocalyptic like Amelie. <laughs> um, like, so it's, you know, same guy directed Amelie. So. That, that great post-apocalyptic film. Yeah. So just Amelie. imagine if, like, Amelie was just dirty. Um, so, um, yeah, this building that he owns, um, is always in need of a handyman, um, because he keeps killing them and selling their meat. Relatable. And yeah, exactly. Um, Sweeney Todd situation. Yeah, but (laughs) I like it better. Um, wow. High praise. uh, Yeah. Um, and, uh, so Dominique Pignon, who is um, one of my favorite f- actors, I guess, who's French. Um, he's also in Amelie and City of Lost Children and all of um, Jean-Pierre Jeunet's um, movies. Um, he has like a face of rubber. Like he can do the craziest shit with his face. Um, he plays a former circus clown um, who, because he is in need of work and need of place to stay, Becomes the handyman, so is slated to be next on the kill and food list. Um, but uh, he falls in love with the owner of the building's daughter. And Aww. it is the most romantic love story. And, like, has a scene of, like, the daughter is playing cello on the roof. And he's playing the musical saw. <laughs> and it's so twee, but in the 
best way possible. Is Is it more romantic than Goon? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Wow. Yeah. I think it's so romantic. Um, And in just like this fairy tale kind of way. Um, So, yeah, I would recommend for a dark fairy tale that includes people being eaten. So a fairy tale. Yeah. But, you know, non-Disney-fied and French. Um, I would recommend Delicatessen. Having also seen this movie, I can just attest that it has one of my favorite depictions of vegetarians on record. <gasps> I don't remember <laughs> it. What what happens? I don't remember that. Oh, Watch yeah, the movie to find out. Okay. Yeah, ve- vegetarian mystery. They may not be everything you think they are. It may be uh... a bizarre like sub-society of vegetarian <gasps> rebels. <gasps> I remember! Oh my god, yes! That's, yes, okay, it, It's up there now. with the uh, portrayal of uh, vegans in uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World for <laughs> beautiful, awesome. cheap shots at vegetarians and vegans. Oh no, I awesome. totally remember this now, yes. And it's very um, City of Lost Children, which would be yes. another recommendation for oh, another, yeah. another night. So, yeah, anything else you guys want to say about this minute? No, no. it's 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 been fun. Like like I said, I feel honored that I got the uh some of the most top gunniest moments imaginable. Yeah, the top gunness of this. Uh, I hadn't actually even occurred to me before you said that. So, I'm glad uh-huh. you brought that uh that comparison to this. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. No, thank yeah. you. Thank you. It's been a blast. Oh, it's been great having you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Simon. Thank you everyone out there. Our, the dozens our, of you. The dozens and dozens of you. Our Point Break posse uh, for tuning in to another Point Break Minute and chilling with us here on the beach. Uh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, check us out on the, the Point Break Minute listener surf shop on Facebook. Email us at pointbreakminute at gmail.com and just like say hi. Hello. Say hi. How's it going? Hello. Say what's up. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time for another Point Break Minute.